Big ups to the OG Corey Holcomb. I hope to work with this guy one day. And I might actually, because it looks like I'm burning all the same bridges he burned. <laughs> I'm just out here fucking verbally accosting the industry. So I don't think they're going to fuck with me for too long, but we'll see how that goes. What toilet paper do you use? Are you tired of small squares on your ass? Hi, I'm a modern day comedian and I'm here to put a wig on and make your kids laugh instead of adults because that's the only type of comedy that I'm capable of creating. Child comedy. Hi, I'm modern day comedian and my balls have been neutered. I'm... <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, beautiful people. What's up? It's your boy, Black Zeus. It's Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode Trey Zero. That's 30 if you're normal. Uh, how's everybody doing? Hope you had a hope you had a good week. You know, it's fucking hot in the studio. Last week wasn't so hot, so expect a really fucking mid-episode. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We had a really good fucking time this past week. Didn't have Dante on last week. Let's see if we can summon him into the studio real quick. We got to pray to the crypto gods because we obviously know Dante loves his crypto bag. This motherfucker is going to be driving a moon Lambo. This nigga created a coin ipo'd it it went triple platinum <laughs> he sold it he sold all the coins it turned into bitcoin that's right dante the producer extraordinaire on this podcast created the precursor to bitcoin yeah that's right that was that was too small time for him he's like yo what is my next business venture? What is what is the next thing that will be my challenge? It's not enough for me to create what created the ultimate crypto. Now what else can I do? Can I take a mid to low level successful comedian and make his podcast pop? Only time will tell. But let's see. <laughs> let's see if we can see if we shamala himli. Crypto gods, Bitcoin dudes, and all the dudettes and the crypto people. Shmaleehumlu. Yo, it's hot as shit in the studio. Dante's in the studio. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> How you living, bro? I'm doing well. Blessed and highly favored, dude. Excellent, excellent. You know that idea I had of not turning the monitor on because mm -hmm. it would turn the studio into an oven? Didn't work. Yeah. Turns out it's just an oven outside, yeah. so it's going to be an oven inside because there ain't no AC in this room. Exposing more of the shit that I don't need to expose. Hope you guys been all right. What's up, all you beautiful people? Welcome back. This is episode 30 of the podcast. Had a bunch of comedy experiences that we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to recap briefly the UFC event. I don't even think we'll talk about it. Fuck that shit. Um, this is like, what, three weeks ago? 
When were we supposed to do the recap of the last UFC event? Oh, Sterling. Uh, like two weeks ago, yeah. All right. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it for five seconds. Yeah. But we'll preview this week's UFC event. Uh, Sean Strickland, the bum, versus Israel Adesanya. Then the painted nail lady. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the epic clash of fluid guy versus American Joe Schmo. Like this is the ultimate uh ideology war, you know what I mean? <laughs> like this this fight is going to be so hilarious cuz it is going to be one I don't even want to get into not everybody's a fight fan. We'll save that for the end of the show, don't worry. Uh what else we got this week? I'm fucking mixing it up. I'm telling you guys what we're doing ahead of time. <laughs> So that if you don't like what you hear, get the fuck on out of here. Bounce, nigga. I don't <laughs> Look at that. I got an orange shirt and orange socks. If you're watching this, that's fun for you. Uh... <laughs> I'm having a heat stroke already. Um, what else? We'll do the poll results. Maybe we'll do Dante's Inferno. We'll see how much time all this takes. Because I don't give a fuck, nigga. How about that? How about that? Yeah, looking at the camera right there. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, nigga. We, <laughs> I'm like egging people on to leave the podcast, bro. <laughs> like, like, oh, I guess he doesn't care. We'll come back next week and see if he cares. I won't. I fucking won't. Release me from this hell. I actually enjoy this. Honestly, I've really grown to enjoy yelling into a camera mm -hmm. and uh, forcing you to listen. You know? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Ah uh, shit. Um anything anything new comedy related in your world, bro? I know that's I, I never asked you these things. What did what's the last comedy thing you've seen? Done, participated in? Haven't done anything All right. in a minute. Um but I'm gonna ask you every week until it eats you alive. <laughs> You're like, I fucking did a show and I bombed, all right? <laughs> um uh, there's there's been a beef going on. I don't know if you saw this comedy beef. Yeah, and it's like two comedians that I like. Well, regardless, they're like known. Go, yeah, they're known. Okay. One, yeah, they're both known. Okay. And like so, like apparently there's like a scrap not involving the two comedians, but a different comedian at a club. Stop being so Somewhere. vague, nigga. Who are the comedians? Corey Holcomb. No. Yeah. Oh, I actually did hear about this. And then TK Kirkland. Yeah, okay. I watched the I watched the podcast where he was talking about it. Now I actually yeah. realize what you're talking about. But I'll let you I'll let you run this through. Well, Pause. basically <laughs> Basically, apparently a different comedian named Scroncho. I don't really know much about him. I can't say shit because my name is Black Zeus, so <laughs> I can't I can't go at comedians with names. Um but yeah, apparently he like knocked out TK and then he went and said it on Corey's show and then Corey also said that, oh, I've heard some stories about TK and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, now TK's a call. TK Kirkland, up. another very uh, opinionated black comedian. Yeah, I know. And I like watching his stuff, you know. the He's funny, yeah. He's, you. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. I think Corey, like, I don't know, man. Corey is, uh, like, yeah. elite tier. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And it's a shame because really only, like, I don't even want to use this term. <laughs> Whereas like, only real niggas would fuck a court, bro. Like, <laughs> only true. real niggas fuck it's a court, true. bro. Only real niggas can fuck with Yeah, court. bro. Not everybody has the uh, 
the spine. Big ups to the OG uh, Corey Holcomb. I hope to work with this guy one day. That would be that would so be great. Yeah. Um, and I might actually because it looks like I'm burning all the same bridges he burned. <laughs> I'm just out here fucking verbally accosting the industry. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to fuck with me for too long, but we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm not really an industry nigga anyways. Yeah. Please sell us Charmin. <laughs> We're, hey, what toilet paper do you use? Are you tired of small squares on your ass? Hi, I'm modern day comedian and my balls have been neutered. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Hi, I'm modern day comedian and I'm here to put a wig on and make your kids laugh instead of adults because that's the only type of comedy that I'm capable of creating. Child comedy. You suck! I'm not even like, this isn't even to a person. Oh man, you know what's been awesome, bro? Is just my inhibitions just slipping by the wayside, bro. I don't give a absolute zero fucks anymore. Because at this point... I think niggas understand what I'm doing. Yeah. And at this point, more comedians or more industry people than not have been in my DMs or have talked to me in person and should yeah. be like, yo, thank you, bro. Yes. Like, da, da, da. So we're obviously, a, a lot of people are frustrated out here, but not a lot of us have the the ability or the balls. Yeah. To, Do you to, say they're artistically frustrated? I'd say they're autistically frustrated. <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't cancel me. You can't cancel me. I'm not famous. Um, no, I just, I don't know, man. I've, I, I have an idea, but it's too much of a blanket statement. Obviously, it's not for everybody, but what I truly think happens mm -hmm. and has been happening since before I was born is you get in because you want to be the best and you have an ability to, to, and vision, like, mm -hmm. like for me, I, I really did believe. I knew how funny I was. Yeah. I knew from the start that I wasn't good on stage, but I knew how funny I was. Yeah. And I knew I knew comedy, mm -hmm. even though I knew I didn't know comedy, you know? But I figured it out eventually. It's like, I really think um, you get in for the right reasons, but very fast you find out that everything's fake. Mm. And you really don't get to progress all the way um, unless, you know, you go down certain pathways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, corporate seems to be a, a pathway. But even more so now with the advent of social media and shit, I mean, I really do feel like back in the day, I probably would have gone and tried to get a sitcom and all that shit. Yeah. Because it was different. There's still, like, artistic fucking integrity there. Mm -hmm. But it's like... I don't know. I'm incentivized to make shit. And and I'm told that my followers and my ticket sales will go up if I do that. But like, I'm not really on this earth to create shit. So I think the ultimate confidence in my ability on stage is what just has liberated me totally. Mm -hmm. But what I was getting at earlier was just recently with my social media platform and all that stuff, getting more vocal about how fucking whack the industry is mm -hmm. and and how all like how people are just blindly like jumping off a cliff without even realizing it yeah like artistically and all that stuff um i had the initial fear or not even fear but i had the initial resistance to yeah. do it because yeah. i knew that people would take it the wrong way or they would take it personal mm -hmm. like my friends yeah because yeah. i could give a fuck about anybody i don't know 
Yeah. But if I know you, like, I knew that people would take it personally, but my gripe has never been with my people. They're my yeah. people. Mm -hmm. It's like, even if they're doing this shit, more power to them, bro. Because that's their, that's what they see fit. So I'm like, but I don't know, man. It's, to me, all that shit is fake, bro. To me, oh, it's fun watching, it's fun watching people's eyes. They're, they're finally like taking the crust out of their eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. You ever watch Sway? Yeah, so the shade four five. We take that crust out your eye. Shade four five. Sway, sway, sway in the morning. You wipe that crust out your eye. <laughs> People are really starting to wake up to the bullshit around them, mm -hmm. but it's it's funny because not everybody wakes up and is immediately willing to be vocal about it. Mm. It takes, unfortunately, it takes martyrs and shit. I'm not a fucking martyr, and and I'm not even the only one being vocal. Man, I don't know, like. Fuck this fake shit, yeah, bro. I'm I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. Comedy is in such a beautiful place. Uh, I ran through uh, I ran through Toronto on Saturday, and I pretty much just I wasn't even there to do shows. Uh, I met with uh, Joe Tachito, who is the owner of the Corner Comedy Club, the most fire, intimate comedy club in probably the entire country. Uh, you, you guys hear me talk about this all the time. I will be there this Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday, September 6th and 7th, I believe. Can you check the calendar for me? Bottom right of the monitor, probably. Or some shit. Or even just type Where in... Where is it? You said the... This Friday and Saturday. 8th and 9th. Oh, the 8th and 9th. Okay. So, September 8th and 9th. Uh, 10 o'clock on Friday and then 8 o'clock on Saturday. I might even be at Yuck Yucks. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I met up and just uh, had a fucking... Just an awesome day with with the comedy crew. Mm -hmm. Ended up going to the clubs later. Uh, I haven't been to the corner in a while, bro, because I've been inactive a lot this summer. You know, I've been doing shows, mm -hmm. but only just to keep myself sharp and to work on all these new jokes and shit. But I'm I'm now gearing back up, and uh, and yeah, so I got to go into the corner. It was fucking awesome. See my peoples. I read the the f yo, the block is hot, bro. The funniest block in the entire country yeah. is right down there between Queen and Richmond. Yeah. Right there, bro, between Queen, Richmond, John, and I forget the other street. Adelaide? Is that around there? Adelaide is around there, but it's the other side. Okay. Um, but it's the funniest block in Toronto. If if it's an actual funny comedian, they're in that alley. Like it, at either Yuck Yucks or the Corner Comedy Club. You can't go wrong. Um, the funniest, funniest people, not even from this country. If they're coming from out, outside of the country and they're rolling through Toronto, they're going to be at either one of those clubs. Uh, Adam Sandler saw me perform at the Corner Comedy Club. That's where I got the, the Love You Zussi from Adam Sandler. Um, and Tom Green saw me at that Yuck Yucks. Mm. And he really bigged me up. And he was fucking just like, it was awesome, bro, just to see like people that I grew up watching be ecstatic about shit that I created. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so fucking, it's such a good feeling, bro. Um, yeah, I ran into the Yuck Yucks too to catch the early Saturday show, just the beginning of it. Martha Chavez was, uh, hosting. Love her. I've been calling her mama. She's like my comedy mama. Um, fucking hilarious lesbian Hispanic lady, bro. Like, bro. And she has the accent too. She's El Salvadorian. Okay. So she has like, it's, she, bro, she makes it work like, bro she's just adorable bro and she's fucking insanely hilarious so i just love i love watching her work so i stayed to watch her 
Uh, also saw the owner, Mark Breslin of Yuck Yucks. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but your nigga signed your nigga, <laughs> your nigger <laughs> record skip. But your boy signed the Yuck Yucks, which is the national uh, comedy chain here in Canada. So I will start to be doing national shit uh, slowly over time. I'm going to be working here more on the Yuck stages in um, Southern Ontario, but I've been in really good talks with with the owner mark Breslin, salutes mark Breslin, man this guy really uh created uh what's the word i'm looking for uh institution this guy created a comedy institution in canada pretty much the most reputable name in comedy and the most known name in comedy uh in canada um 300 people bro packed on a saturday night in the midst of the last of the closing weekend for the cne which if you're not from toronto cne is just like the the fucking big fair, the annual fair that they have. Last weekend, the traffic was ass, bro. Traffic was ass. Um, but both clubs were actually pretty pretty packed. So it was good to see, man. Um, yeah, if you're in Toronto, you can't go wrong. Check out both clubs, Yuck Yucks and the Corner Comedy Club. Literally, one is in front of the other. It's so fucking hilarious. And it's it's odd, but it's it's a big, like, if you've ever been to New York or whatever, like, Similar city type vibe where there's just shit in alleys. Yep. So the Corner Comedy Club is actually in the alley behind the Yuck yeah, Yucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's always fun. Is, Every Is the entrance to the corner only through that alley? Or is only like through a, the alley. Okay. Only through the alley, bro. Yeah. So you walk down the alley and, and bam, there's a comedy club in there. Mm-hmm. And then you walk out the door of that comedy club and there's another comedy club right there. And it's, and it's so awesome because, like, they coexist, bro. And again... Like all the other club, all the other clubs are great. Don't get me wrong, but the concentration of the funniest people at any given moment in the country in that one tight spot, yeah. and it's always great to see comics in between sets. They'll come up for a cigarette or or smoke like a joint or whatever, and they'll meet like they meet in the alley. Yeah. So I always call it like a comedy's like Diagon Alley, bro. It's like some if you're a Harry Potter nerd, you get that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's I, I fucking love it, bro. I love it. Salutes to Yuck Yucks and the Corner. And I should be there more often. I'm gearing back up. The the fucking winter season is upon us. Winter is coming. So you know what that means. It means people are going indoors again, which means comedy will start to thrive once more. <laughs> what actually this kind of segues perfectly into this week's uh poll results. Let's get into that real quick. Um Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you're recurring, welcome back, beautiful people. Every week on the podcast, we have a recurring segment called Poll Results. Every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up, I leave it up for 24 hours. Uh, the people vote on it. And on Wednesday, Dante and I come into the studio, pause, and we discuss the results. <laughs> um, so given what I was just saying... Rolling back into the winter months and everything picking up. Um, I'm actually, you know, I'm not all the way concerned, but I'm a little bit concerned because I've been seeing the COVID trend pop back up. Dante, you've been seeing any of this shit? I have. Yeah? Yes. So I know you're not big in the wrestling world, but a wrestler just died, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, He had a heart attack and Mm -hmm. it was due to complications of COVID. So we're having COVID deaths come come back. Uh, LeBron James's son obviously just had myocarditis. Um, this is random, and as a black person, I shouldn't even know this, 
But Rod Stewart's son just had a... Do you even know who Rod Stewart is? Exactly, bro. That's my people. We have no business. Um, I was with my wife friend the other day, and his he said his mom was going to a Rod Stewart concert. My first question was, who's Rod Stewart? Mm-hmm. Second, it's a famous, iconic fucking white singer guy. You look him up, he looks like a leather shoe, bro. Mm. He, he's, he looks disgusting. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, apparently this decrepit old fuck is on tour, and white people are going crazy for it. So, um, But his son... Uh, who's 15, was playing basketball or whatever, and he he had a heart like he had a heart attack. But the official story that they're giving is that he was excited. He saw his dad, who apparently he doesn't see that often, and got too excited, and you know. Uh, but up, up, uh, LeBron James's son, we said, but LeBron James's son teammate also myocarditis. I don't know, you know, just seeing trends. I also saw an American news channel actually giving COVID stats which felt very pandemic-ish. You know, they were doing that on the news every fucking yeah. day. The numbers, yeah. the yeah. number yeah. count, death toll. Yeah. The death, are you afraid? Which you know, wild. all the fear-mongering shit. Yeah. So I'm starting to see that trend come back. So like, as I'm gearing back up for comedy and as I, I got my passport and all that shit ready to go, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ready to go international, baby. We'll see how that actually turns out. <laughs> uh, this week's poll question was, What's the likelihood that we shut down again this winter? Uh, the the uh, options were 100%, 50%, 0%, don't care, won't comply. Uh, Dante, how do you... I already know. I don't give a oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and you were just in the hospital. You almost just died from peanuts. Yeah. So I'm like, why Why would you well, be afraid of COVID? That, that, that's my whole point. That is my whole point. Like, they sell peanuts at Tim Hortons. Meanwhile, we have to lock down for COVID. You know what I mean? People, <laughs> people, yeah. people finally know what it's like to have an allergy that can kill you. You know that's what I mean? That's wild. So, uh, that most likely won't kill you. What? But if you take this thing, you might have complications. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. This is not a medical podcast. These are not medical advices. Advices? Advice signs. Exactly. See, we're not <laughs> equipped to give medical advice here. We're just a comedy podcast talking about comedy shit. But yeah, I'm assuming you don't care, won't comply, obviously. Don't care. But give me comply. a percentage of uh, what, like, do you think this will happen? You think, obviously, I, I, obviously the trend is we're going towards a new variant. There's already a new variant. Yeah. They're calling it area or something like that. Well, that sounds racist. Well, if you add the end, <laughs> then you get the real picture of the, you get the bigger picture. <laughs> is the area, I mean, I mean, it's the area, COVID strain. <clears throat> Here's my take on this, right? Because we live in Canada. So thanks, fucking professor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, I'm but sorry, I'm just an that, asshole. That factors in, you know, like that that factors in like it factors into the fact that we like we live in Canada, but it's not the Canada that we grew up in. I'll tell you that much. Yes, but it's feeling a little that, I hate to say it. But I hate to say it. It's feeling a little like another country. Yes. Another country where the people don't look like Canadians. That's all I'm gonna say. It's starting to feel a little black mirror-ish. Mm-hmm. Starting, uh, but to, to my point, because this is not feeling like the country that we grew up in, I think we're more likely to be put into another lockdown. But after the last shenaniganery... No, but they're going to do it again. No, but I'm saying the people. Do you think that they'll comply this time around? I think there are people that will still comply. Yep, I think so too. I think you're absolutely right. I was trying to make it seem like I wasn't on <laughs> the same side. 
just to get nope you're right bro uh people are still you know people are still mad about the people talking out i know that's it's really odd to me i mean i don't know man I, I've, I, I've watched a lot of people drop off there were people here just a few years ago that aren't here now that i personally know mm. um and i don't know i don't even want to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole but i'm just saying like a lot of people who seem to be young, male, like athletes, yeah, and in great health, yeah. all of a sudden just dropping on basketball courts and football fields and yeah. soccer fields. You'd and, expect their hearts to be stronger, no? As an athlete. I don't know, man. You would expect. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Trust the science, everybody. Trust the science. Oh, don't forget now. Yo, would you ever eat lab-grown meat? I think I've eaten it against my knowing. Damn. Do you? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Damn. No, I think I, I think there's a lot of meat glue in this shit. That I've stopped buying meat from certain places, mm. and I've, I've, I, I'm trying to cut back on red meat in general. But okay. even chicken now is like you you seen this the uh, the lab grown chicken right? They it's already it's already on shelves in the states. Is it really? Yeah. So it's like petri dish oh. chicken. I mean, it's been on the shelves here in Canada. Well, that's not. Well, I was actually looking this up. So I was making chicken today, and I don't know, man. My chicken wasn't as chickeny. Mm, I know we are the chicken experts, so we would be able to discern. <laughs> and I was like, I was looking at it. I'm like, I don't know, man. This, uh, like, and I st- I tried to look up if it's approved in Canada, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I've seen articles about it being talked about in Canada, lab-grown chicken, but I haven't been able to confirm that it's on our shelves. Mm-hmm. And typically, we don't allow everything that's you know the FDA approves on our shelves, but yeah. but at the same time, Canada is not the same. It's not the same Canada. Like <sighs> to that point in Canada, we're starting to like demonize the farmers. Is that not just the people? Well, yeah, and this is why I think you're right about people complying. Because if people aren't realizing, like, yo, the <laughs> infrastructure is being attacked on every level, but somehow, like. I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. It feels obvious, but again, if your eyes aren't open, if you're not looking for this shit, if you're the type of person that just goes to work every day and then comes home and watches fucking uh, the, news. the news, but not even that, like fucking the Big Bang Theory reruns, <laughs> and then you, you fucking jerk off, and then you scroll on your phone, and then you just repeat the process the next day. Yeah. You're really not paying attention for, and you're really not equipped to even see the signs that are right in front of your face. Yeah. Like, you really have to actually be somewhat, I'm not going to say woke, I'm going to say conscious. Yeah. And and I don't even mean that, even that word's starting to get hijacked, you, you know? aware. Yeah, but like consciously aware. Maybe I'll say that. You okay. have to be consciously aware, yeah. bro, because... Um, a lot of the shit just works in the background. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go watch They Live, bro? Like, just do, just do it, bro. <laughs> Realize that John Carpenter said this isn't a horror movie; it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <clears throat> there's a lot of They Live people up in this bitch, and at this point, like, it's only jarring at the beginning when you put the glasses on. But I've had the glasses on forever. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't have a headache. You remember in the movie, like every time he takes the glasses off, he's ah. We Get the going. fuck out of here, bro! This every time you bring it up. Yeah, but if we if we've been talking, you haven't watched it, bro. No, Go we, home and watch this shit. It's a ninety minute movie. Very true, bruh. 
I swear to God, that's your homework for next week. We're gonna, yo, I'm I'm saying right now, we're doing a review of They Live next week. Dante is leading the review. I just watched it like a week ago, so I'm good. I might even catch up and watch it again, nigga. It's a great, it's it's a documentary. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, look forward to that. Look yeah. forward to Dante's review of They Live next week. <laughs> uh, but I guess we're still on the poll results. Uh, let's see what the people voted on. How did they? How did they? Uh, how did they? How did the results shake down? How did the results shake out? Oh, Nigga, you have one job, bro. Click the button. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm such a piece of <laughs> shit. The results are 33% said 100%, 5% said 50%, 24% said 0%, and 38% said don't care, won't comply, squeaking out the 100% people. So... That's actually look. So the that right there, I think the people that voted one hundred percent subconsciously they don't even realize like the don't care won't comply is the same as the hundred percent yeah. is the same. Yeah. But your reaction lets me know what kind of mentality you have towards this whole shit. Yeah, yeah it'll shut down and I'll be cool with it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't give a fuck, nigga. Yeah, I won't comply, bruh. <laughs> Trying to put that poison in my body. Nah, nigga. Marcus Garvey up in this. <laughs> Boule. Anyways. Anyways. Um. <laughs> that, I think that's a good point. The people that, because only 5% think it, they may or may not, right? But more percentage think 100% we're going into lockdown regardless. Yeah. And so subconsciously, if you pick that over, don't care, won't comply, then that tells me that you're going to, that you see it coming, but you'll probably comply. Yeah. And Whack. there's the people that don't think it's going to happen. Like That, I mean, the zero, the zero percent is, is wild to me. Because if you're paying attention to anything right now, like you're seeing the trend popping up again. Mm-hmm. It's September now. So give it to back like to end of September. Time. Exactly. It's back to school. Oh my God. It's spreading at the schools. Oh my God! The new Aryan race variant is fucking <laughs> is fucking shit up. Only only white people are surviving it. <laughs> did you did you say did you hear that they were saying that people that had got the vaccine are more susceptible to this new one? Yeah, because their body didn't fight it off naturally. Bro, you don't need to be a doctor or a scientist to figure that out. You've been told since childhood, your body fights off. Shit, naturally, you get sick, your body recognizes that sickness, and you're less susceptible to that sickness going forward. Now, putting fucking synthesized bullshit into your body to help your body, which isn't really helping your body, put the mRNA shit in. Please, put the mRNA. We're giving your body instructions. Only instructions just for the COVID shit, not potentially anything else nefarious. Again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but that seems kind of fucked up to me. Don't put anything in my body that's giving my genetic fucking, like, genetic instructions. Fuck you, nigga. It's bad enough you fucking put mercury and all those weird fucking farts in this shit. <laughs> but yes, we need, it's, you're not a scientist, you're speaking out of your ass. You need mercury and aluminum in your body. Yes. Then you do it. You you take my shot. <laughs> you take my shot of You'll aluminum. Be extra safe. You funky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's this week's poll results. If you want to get in on this sweet, sweet action, follow me on Instagram. I'm aka Black Zeus. Every Monday, post that. And uh, every Wednesday we talk about it here. Um 
How how far into this episode are we? Forty. Okay, we're skipping the infernal this week, buddy. I'm sorry, but we'll get back to it next week. We'll get back to it next week. This week, it's UFC Fight Week. It's time. Fighting out of the nail polish corner. This man is a Chinese, Australian, Nigerian, <laughs> weighing 185 pounds. Fighting out of the bumfuck Idaho. I drink Bud Light and I wave the flag and honk the horn. Loser Strickland. Bruh, I, I love Izzy. I shouldn't even say that about this nigga. I like Izzy. Take that yeah, I take yeah, I yeah, I like I like Izzy as a fighter. He's a good fighter. Um I just don't care about this fight. Sean Strickland is not the guy, which is funny because his whole promotion has been this isn't the champion you want. I'm like, "Bro, you're not the champion anybody wants." <laughs> Maybe people that don't like the nail polish and like, you know, the fucking like gun-toting, flag-waving Americans. Yeah. Cuz that's obviously what Strickland's going for. He's trying to be the fucking new I think um, 4chan wants him to win. 4chan wants him to win? Like just the troll community? Yeah, exactly. The Colby Covington fans like want him to win. I think that's a little bit different. You think so? Yeah, because Colby Covington, Colby's he fuck- was going off like America. You know America. I mean? Yeah, but this guy's a fucking classic American. Yeah, but he's also a classic troll. He's American troll. That's different. That's Colby. What was Colby doing? He was pulling a ruse. On no, the- he was trolling. He You're, trolling. This is semantics. No, it's, it's, no, this different. is semantics. How is he not trolling? He doesn't believe in any of that shit. I know, but it was a character. Yes. Like, th- he's actually Oh, you're saying Strickland's people. actually this guy. Yes, and he's okay, trolling fair people. Okay, now I see what you're Bro, you can't say that because he was trolling people. No, okay. Colby Covington was 100% a troll, no, bro. Kobe the fucking we- Make America Great Again hat, that's a no, troll. Okay, but he's he's playing a character. He's like playing like a wrestling character. Bro, but what you're saying doesn't negate the fact that he was trolling. He's playing a character who's a troll. I think, this is semantics. No, no, no. It's, bro, how are you even separating the two? Because... Um, how are they different? I think, um, I think Colby Covington was going... The, the America, like, all lives matter, da-da-da-da-da, MAGA route. You know what I mean? Strickland is kind of going that route. Not all the way. But he's doing it in a, tr- like, it's more troll. Like, he's he's memeing. He's like, oh, I say whatever I want. Okay. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Okay, America. I see what you're saying. No, you know? okay, I see what you're saying. He's actually saying, it, like, meme lines and shit. Them, yeah. He is saying they, meme lines and shit. He's like, I don't... Yo, I'm not going to lose to a guy who jerks off to cartoon porn. Like yeah, that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But to be fair, I still think Colby Covington said the same type shit. Fucking, bro, fart, Marty Fake Newsman, bro. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, that's straight memes. Like, yeah, but that's, that's straight trolling. No, but uh, listen to the... the- Nigga, shut up, bro. Fake news. Oh my god. Listen to the way he says fake news. He said fake. No, he's saying fake news because that's the base that he's appealing to, right? Yes. They may overlap. Yes, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I just think Strickland's more Americana, like like uh, apple pie, fucking. Just more trollish. Like I, I don't get. He's he's more like more memey about it, whereas. Whereas Covington's just America, I got my my women, my guns. Da, 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 da. I'm fighting for all the police officers out there and for my. Like I do Trump. know in essence what you're trying to say, but I still don't think they're far apart. I don't think they're far apart, but I don't think they're the same either. I'm not saying that. They're definitely there are definitely differences, 
And I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is actually straight up more of a meme in real life, whereas Colby created a character out of a meme. Yes, he created a, like a... But this guy's like a living meme. Yes. That's kind of... Yeah. I'll give you that, but I'm just being polite. Okay. I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, before we get into the UFC shit, might as well talk about wrestling because I've never done that. Might as well do that. CM Punk got fired from AEW. Shout out to that shit. No more fucking people getting beat up backstage. Anyways, that's your wrestling wrap up for this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe that's what I'll do. Every time we talk about UFC, I'll bring up wrestling. But let's let's um, let's preview UFC 293. Uh, where are they right now? Australia. Oh, that's right. They're in Australia. All right, eh? Crikey, eh? Oh, that means fucking Tua's going to be fighting. Let's go. He'll be drinking out of a shoe. Um, Yeah, so Sydney Olympic Park, Australia. Sick! Uh, This coming Saturday. Uh, So we got the main event, Israel Adesanya, who is the middleweight champion versus Sean Strickland. Uh, We got the co-main event, Tai Tuivasa. I got that right. I know I did. Uh, versus Alexander Volkov. I haven't seen too much of him, but I hear he's a Russian like beast. Like he's a problem. No, yeah, he's like very tall. All right, we got uh, in the in the uh, what's it called? Flyweight. Yeah, but what's the what's the main card? It's the main card. This is the main yeah, card, this right? This is the main card. So this is the main event. This is co-main, co-main event, and then we got this is just main card. Yeah, main card. Manil Cape. Manil Cape. Yeah. Manil Cop, okay, mm-hmm. versus Felipe Dos Santos. They don't have a photo for this guy? I don't, yeah. Is he not making it? He, he might be like a last-minute replacement, something like that. Okay. I know. I remember Justin Toffa. That, oh, he's from New Zealand. That's why. Okay. Makes sense. They're going to put all those guys on this card. Yep. Versus Austin Lane. We got Tyson Pedro versus Anton Turkalj. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. He must be new. All right. I'm surprised um, they have it. Oh wow, 110, 110. Yeah. All right, so let's start. Let's go up a little bit. Let's um just before the co main, like these ones. Let's mm-hmm. let's start with Justin Taffa. We'll do these four fights. Uh do you know much about these guys? I know more about Justin Taffa. Um he trains with like Mark Hunt. Okay. He has a brother, Junior Taffa. Okay. And they're both like big boys. Um <clears throat> I I do feel like Justin Taffa will probably win this one. I don't know much about Austin Lane, but just off the credential of training with, you know, Mark Hunt. Yeah. They got the chops. They know they swang and bang. Like, they actually know how to fight. Swang and bang. Yeah. I'm going Taffa on that one. You want Taffa? All right. Uh, what about Manil Cop versus Felipe um, Dos Santos? This is like throwing a lamb to be slaughtered. Really? Yeah. On which side? Well, they want Metal Cop to win. So Dos Santos isn't good? I don't, I don't even know who the, he is. That's what I'm saying. Why is he fighting someone that nobody knows? Why is this on the main card? On the main card. So they're trying to build up this Cape guy? Yeah. He's from Portugal? Yeah. That nigga's not from Portugal. Anyways, <laughs> um, I mean, sure, he was born there, but I was born in Greece. I'm not Greek. So, I mean, I am Greek, but I'm not Greek. Uh, I was just born there, but like this nigga, I think he was just born in Portugal, and this nigga, this yeah, nigga's not Portuguese. I, don't know, but um, I think they're trying to build him up. If this nigga is Portuguese, he stood in the sun a long time. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to it. Co-main event: Tai Tuivasa 
Alexander Volkov. I don't know much about Volkov. Can you fill me in on the pause? But can you? God damn it, Mason Cameron, bro. You ruined my life. Um, Very technically sound kickboxer. Mm-hmm. He's got, like I said, he's very tall. He's like 6'8", probably around there. What's he known for? Stomping people out? Punching people out? Picking people apart. Okay. Um, You know, because he's like really long. So he's going to just jab from the distance. But he's got like really good technique, like kickboxing okay. technique. Tuivasa, another swang and banger. You know what I mean? Just like he's gonna throw. He's gonna look for the fight. He's gonna look for the knockout. Yeah, he's gonna look for the knockout. Obviously. Yeah, and it's gonna be hard unless unless Tuivasa pulls a Derek Lewis because Derek Lewis knocked out Volkov with like ten seconds left in the fight. That's the fight that Lewis was losing. Yeah, yeah, and he pulled it out like right there. Just he got fucked up in that fight too. He From what I remember, up, yeah. Oh, but then he still, he still, him out. yeah, he still knocked him out. So, bro, can pull something like that. that. Okay, we have to divert for a moment because we have not recapped two ninety two. Okay, we have to talk about Derek Lewis. <laughs> we have to talk about Derek Lewis, bro. I don't even give a fuck about Sean. Uh, not Sean Strickland. Uh, I don't give a fuck about him. Uh, who? Patty O'Malley. Patty O'Malley. It's not Patty O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> Patty O'Malley. <laughs> Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Yeah. It's Patty the Baddie. <laughs> Should we go back to that other card? What a bunk. No, don't even worry about it. Right. What a bunk guy to have as a champion. Uh, can't wait for him to lose it. Not even interested in that weight class. Whatever. Uh, maybe. Because Marab is in there? Marab is in there. Didn't he just, get, didn't he just leave? No. Someone just left. A Korean zombie retired. Well, I know that. I watched that. Um... <laughs> You're sad? It's man, when you get past no, your prime, don't be I sad. Know, but it's just the way he he left. He got knocked out. Someone yeah, but he got glove. knocked out by Holloway, so that's that's a way to go. <laughs> yeah, but no one gets knocked out by Holloway. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. You're the one that gets knocked out by Holloway. Dude, Calvin Cater. On your way out. Calvin Cater took a thousand strikes and didn't get knocked out by Holloway. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But yo, Derek Lewis with the flying knee. I called it. Remember I said? Do you, you don't, probably don't. I don't. Did you say flying knee? I didn't say flying knee, but I said DeLima is a way better striker. But I believe in Derek Lewis's belief to be the knockout king. And he knocks him out in two seconds. I was watching it with my mom, and I was like, okay, I'm not even going to look away. Because Derek Lewis is going to do something. He comes out within the first like two seconds. You said that? Yeah. Because I was watching it with my mom. And then so I said it, and then flying knee. I'm like, I told you. like I'm just too good at this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's so funny, bro. First of all, you're watching violent shit with your mom. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. My mom is into all that stuff. So. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, I was I was lit, bro. And mm-hmm. of course, he gives the best fucking speech again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, my balls, man. You know, you know. <laughs> and did you see the Manscaped ad that he yeah. did? I don't even like fucking bringing up commercial bullshit, but yeah. that was just great. Yeah. Well, that is how you use uh, an athlete mm-hmm. to sell your product. Yep. Take something that he did and enhance it and, and fucking my balls was hot. I got <laughs> now, manscaped. Now they're not hot. Now they're no not more. hot no more. <laughs> um, all right, so he so you said Tai to Ivasa? That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Because I think Volkov has the patience yeah. to stick and move for three rounds. Now, once again, there's Tuivasa has the home field advantage. He might be juiced, like, energized up. 
this is a 50-50 one, to be honest. Like, I don't usually pick 50-50s, but... Well, you... Damn, you're really thinking over there. Yeah, it, this one's hard because, like, Tuivasa is fighting at home. You know what I mean? And that's gonna, That's why I'm giving it to him. Because yeah, he's going to have the whole arena. But this is the thing. When you're, but this is the thing. This is the thing. When you're, when you're amped up like this, you're going to do things that's outside of your character, which... I don't... You I don't necessarily you, think so. Because you're more amped He's up. He's had a fight at home. Yeah, but this is, this is co-main event. This is different. It's not different in terms of audience noise and interaction. I think it might be. It won't be, bro. How? It's just... Them being in the co-main event, like, bro, he's a hometown guy. He's yeah. going to get the, like, he's going to get cheered. Yeah, he's the get the cheered. roof will blow up. Like, but, So the roof is going to blow up, and I think... And that, that's happened for him already, and he won. Yeah, he didn't but, do anything out of character. But I think this is just my analysis, right? I hope he doesn't. I'm right? giving the hometown advantage to. And that's that's the thing because he might that might give him an extra like thirty percent power in his hands, and he might get the knockout. But it's it's hard when it's hard to get the knockout like that when the reach is such at a disadvantage, especially fighting Volkov. That's fair. You know, but he I mean? is heavier, no? Dude, Volkov's—they're probably the same weight. To Damn. Be honest. Yeah, Volkov's tall, right? He's huge. Yeah. This is, this is a hard one. Ah, I might have to go with Tuivasa as well, just because, like you're saying, home field advantage. It might boost him up. I, but... Officially, you say it's a toss-up. You don't know, but just because you have to pick, you're saying tie. Yeah. All right. Also, uh, here's another thing. Oh, nigga. I want to go. I, wanna I know, I know. But I because it's at home, <laughs> there might be, there is a possibility if if... Volkov gets rocked, they yeah. might stop the fight a little bit early. Yeah. So that way he can do a shoey and boost up the star power. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So that's another possibility. Okay. What about the main event? Adesanya. Yeah, like you didn't even have to, <laughs> bro. Well, when I look at this matchup, bro, it doesn't even style. Like, I don't know, man. It doesn't really make sense. It does, like, I guess because, like, the bro, look at the odds. Mm hmm. Adesanya is minus 600, bro. Yeah. You got to put up 600 to get 100. Yeah. Bro, I put up 100, though, for Strickland, and I get 440 back? Mm. Yeah. Uh, think of think of everyone. Remember when... Um, what was, the, what was her face? Um, when she was fighting Shevchenko, the me Mexican champ. I forget her name. What? She when she defeated Shevchenko, she's like minus plus like twelve hundred or something like that. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, the odds were so crazy. Yeah, lopsided. Yeah, someone made good money that night. Yeah, someone. But there is there is a fight I would like to highlight. <clears throat> do you think there's any chance though? Do you think there's any chance that there's Strickland always a chance. has? Trust me, there's always he a has chance. a puncher's chance. Oh, how you're, like you're if Str if Strickland were to win, how would it be? What does he have to do to win? <laughs> Go for a submission. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what do you mean, good luck? Well, I know he's good, but I'm saying, like, Izzy's Definitely also not. not as good? I don't think... I think Strickland is, probably has a way better ground game. Although he likes to strike, he's been in MMA longer. So I would say, ground game-wise, I'm assuming he's probably purple belt to brown belt-ish. Okay. Around there, whereas Izzy's blue to purple. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what fight did you want to highlight? 
And do it quick, please. I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> I'm so, it's so hot in the studio. Hey, Jack the- Jenkins. <laughs> Yo, that funny face guy's back, but he's a brawler, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's a, Jack Jenkins. Jack Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, what what fight? This guy right here. Carlos Ulberg mm-hmm. versus Dawoon Young. He's a teammate of Izzy as well. Okay. But he's crisp striking. Like he, He'll do a jab to like the overhand left hook. Is it on the... This prelims? A, yeah, but it's a featured prelim. Yo, bro, both those, but like, the the top two fights on the prelims look like shit I want to watch. This is I, I I like uh, yo Jack Jenkins last fight really impressed the shit out of me, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely watch that. Uh, but up up um, all right, yeah, that's uh, UFC 293 this Saturday. I hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Uh, Dante, where can the people find you online? You can find me online at person one prod p e r s o n the number one p r o d. Boy. and i am aka black zeus it scrolls at the bottom of the screen every couple minutes make sure you're following us you know subscribe hit the notification bell thank you to the people that do subscribe i love y'all the it's slowly building but that's the way we like it bro this is this is good it's good don't need a million followers overnight if it happens i won't be upset but if it doesn't happen i'm also not upset and look at that found balance i hope you guys find balance thank you for being here this week this has been black zeus the podcast season four episode trey zero only 50 episodes in the season so we're like we're getting there that also means we're getting close to the end of the year mm-hmm. it is september now holy fuck this year zoom by but i feel like we've been saying that for the last like five years this <laughs> this year zoom by <laughs> but like really it feels like time is just flying by now it's really freaky um so yeah hopefully we see you guys next week peace peace <laughs>